episode 43, Can I Take Your Order? Hey everybody, this is Ryan and Ben, and today we're going to be talking about a new AI tool, some prompt help, and Wendy's? All in about 10 minutes or less. So let's get started. But before, as always, Ben, why don't you hit us with the news? All right, the ChatGPT subreddit now has 1,529,000 members. A new paper suggests that AI can predict the people who hold, who hold an ultra-high risk for pancreatic cancer up to three years prior to a diagnosis, so that's something to watch there. CEO Sam Altman of OpenAI supports laws for identifying AI communication and ensuring creators' earnings. This comes after organizations and artists have raised copyright concerns and job loss fears due to AI tools. We talked about that last time with the Writers Guild of America striking in Hollywood. Now, spending in the global global generative AI market is expected to reach $42.6 billion by the end of this year and is expected to grow to $98 billion by the end of 2026. That's according to market analytics firm PitchBook Data. So we'll see if that's uh, that's a number that's out there. Obviously, all numbers are not accurate, but it's a big number, so... Pretty big number, yes. All right, Ryan, take us in. Gotcha. So a little help here on a prompt I saw recently on Reddit from user An Alchemist Dream. And with so much out there, this might be something you never thought of. I'm, I, I definitely didn't, so I thought I'd throw this out there. Now, summarizing transcripts from YouTube videos is what the prompt help is, is. And by using this prompt, quote, can you summarize this transcript of a YouTube video for me? And what this allows you to do is YouTube has a feature where you can copy the transcript from a video if it has captions available, which most of of them do. And a simple copy and paste into ChatGPT uh, for this. If it's a tutorial that's pretty lengthy, wordy, it works really well. And you can use the above prompt to shorten it so you can get conveyed easier. Again, something you might already know, but wanted to shoot that your way. You know, a little uh, YouTube uh, help on that. Yeah. And it's always great to kind of work AI into your daily life and that will help speed up some tasks, I assume. Yeah. All right. Now we're talking about fast food and burgers here. The fast food chain Wendy's has developed an AI chatbot with Google to take orders in the drive-through of its restaurants. The chatbot has been trained to understand various ways customers place their orders, including unique terms, phrases, and acronyms that Wendy's customers commonly use. The chatbot, the, the chatbot, I'm struggling with that word today, the chatbot will officially be officially launched in June at a company-owned restaurant in Columbus, Ohio, which is also where Wendy's is based in Ohio, which I found out that out. I don't know why I never expect anything to be from Ohio, but Wendy's is. <laughs> now, the cost of the project was not disclosed, but Wendy's has been co- collaborating with Google on data analytics, machine learning, and cloud tools since 2021. Now, according to Wendy CEO, the AI-powered chatbot will be very conversational, as most of them are, making it difficult for customers to tell if they are talking to a chatbot or a human employee. Uh, I, I find that hard to believe, but we'll see. Things are advancing at a rapid rate. And Wendy's software engineers have been working with Google to build and fine-tune a generative AI application on top of Google's large language model. So this is already built on top of something else. The customized language model includes terms and phrases and acronyms specific to the Wendy's menu, such as JBC for Junior Bacon Cheeseburger and Biggie Bags for a different burger, um, chicken nuggets and soft drink combinations, and you might know like Frosties, that sort of stuff. Now, the chat the chatbot has been program to upsell customers offering larger sizes frosties or daily specials isn't that great to get upsold in the upsold in the uh, drive-through well I'll, i'm curious to see how smooth that actually is and if people end, actually end up liking it 
Now, up to 80% of Wendy's food orders are made through the drive through lane. So that's this obviously is affecting a large portion of their customer base. Now, there are some challenges with AI that they must overcome, such as dealing with extraneous, no- extraneous noise in the family car and like loud vehicles, the engine noises, that sort of stuff, and capturing changes made by a customer midway through their order. You know, you might say, I want a JBC with Frosty and then take the Frosty off, that sort of stuff. Nonetheless, Wendy's is confident that the AI-powered chatbot will streamline its drive-through service and improve customer satisfaction. And I think they had a little bit of a test run, and they said that there were positive reviews early on. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see if you know you're talking to AI, if people will mess with it. And, like, does it have the ability, like, will it go off onto a tangent if you ask it a non-food-related question? Will it answer that, like, how large, how far is the moon from the sun or how far is the moon from the earth? Will the AI, you know, I guess, um, I can't remember. I can't, can't even think of the term that it would, but will it let you do that and converse with you? Or will it be like, Hey, I actually am here just to take your food order. That, yeah, it, that's exactly true is kind of what I'm thinking. I think my concern that you had mentioned here was not necessarily saying things. Cause if you really think about it, the people at the window don't really say much. It's more the listening. And like you said, with the noise yep. in the car, if you're like me going up with my wife and kids, like there's always someone in the background yelling. And so, or, you know, not yelling, but saying, Hey, I want this instead. Is it going to capture that and change all that? So it's that's the inference that it's going to be challenging on that. Exactly. I agree. Exactly. Okay. On today's episode, oh, this is my part of the topic on today's episode of Ryan takes a look at an AI tool. So you don't have to, or you really should. I stumbled upon a fascinating tool called chat GPT 2d. Essentially, it allows you to navigate interacting and branching AI conversations, and you compose contextual conversations based on the AI responses and visualize the entire conversation as this kind of web uh, thing. So what I did, I'll give you an example of what I, I did, as I asked it about the best sports team, that was the prompt, and it provided me with the top four, which included NHL, NFL, M- uh, NBA, and MLB. Of course, the question of the best sports team is highly subjective, as the AI also pointed out to me. It even said, hey, Ryan, this is very subjective. Well, it didn't say, hey, Ryan, but it said, this is very subjective. From there, I began building the web to the right. You can go right or left. And I had the AI auto come up with the next section. So I basically said, tell me what I should go from here. And the AI then made a suggestion that broke it off into all four of those sports categories beautifully like an intricate web. Now, visually, it was quite captivating looking at this. And I must admit, it, it, was, it was quite quite pretty. Continuing from there, I asked the AI to delve deeper into MLB, and it focused on stadiums, logos, and infographics. And I'll be sharing the final product on social media um, here later, and you'll be able to see just how visually appearing and user-friendly it was. It it kind of looks like a flowchart, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, it it really does, and it's it's this nice web that continues to break out from there. And and then from there, originally, I diverged from the main prompt, which was, was the best sports team, to explore European sports and determine which one was the best. And I broke it down further by considering the total number of fans uh, and some other minor details on that, which weren't on the right side. Additionally, you have the option to include pictures enhancing the, the visual experience. So you, you could put like the UEFA logo to make it look better or MLB, depending on which side you were on this web. Now, 
an overall uh, review of this, this was probably my favorite AI tool so far of me doing this series of the three that I've done, simply because it allows you to track and follow its thought process visually. As a visual learner, it was really fun to play around with. And I truly believe it has the potential to be incredibly beneficial for learners of any topic or a, a big one for teachers, as people can easily understand and follow the train of thought and its progression. Now, while most of our listeners may have already come across this tool on those top 10 list of AI tools on Twitter, I highly recommend checking it out since I believe it's one of the better tools on that list. And to be honest, more practical that you might actually use it in real life. And you can find their demo on their main website. And I urge you to watch it as it's much cooler to see in action than for me just to explain it. It's also worth noting that there is a subscription cost after the free trial, which is seven days, which amounts to $4 per month for the basic plan and eight for the pro. I don't really know the differences between the two, but you know, four per month in, in, in the grand scheme of things, those prices seem you know, quite affordable. So my task for you this week, the listeners, is to explore ChatGPT 2D and watch the video and get your hands a little dirty with it because it was actually pretty fun. All right, that is great stuff. Why don't we go ahead and head out here? Thank you for giving us a listen today. Rate and review and subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss our two new episodes every single week on Mondays and Thursdays. Give us a follow on LinkedIn and Twitter at ChatGPT Report and check out our website, thechatgptreport.com, where you can find links as well as transcripts to each show. Please send us an email at thechatgptreport at gmail.com. We hope you have a great rest of your Thursday.